0: Hit it.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Alex, this is my husband Shane, and I'm so happy you could join us for a happy hour for this Family Tree Podcast episode 9. Shane is the only one enjoying a cold beer tonight, but I will still toast you, babe.
0: Why am I the only one enjoying a cold beer tonight, Alex?
1: I prefer cider. No, why am <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. Uh, we just found out that... I am pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is Well, I guess we, time. <laughs> we've we known for a few days. We've known for, I think, it was two days ago, I took the first test with the faint line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then yesterday, I took another couple tests with still faint lines, but slightly darker. And this morning, they seem the same as yesterday.
0: So a faint line, does, does that mean, you told me it means 100%. Is that true now yes. that we're on the air? Okay.
1: Yes. So... If you have a faint line come up on a pregnancy test no matter how faint if it's there that means you're pregnant it just means that your body has low amounts of the growth hormone okay uh and because so when you after you conceive right it takes a little while for your egg to implant and then after that you start getting the hormone being created Mm -hmm. but that happens at different times for different women right so if it happens early for some women, then, like, you know how I took the first response, like, early one, and it's supposed to tell you six days before your misperiod? It never period? does, does it? No, not for me. I mean, I guess it didn't for Lucy, and it didn't this time. And then I took it two days before my missed period, and it was still saying negative. Whereas the other ones, I had these um, strips that a follower, Crystal, gave me. Uh, Thank you so much and they are hcg test strips and Mm. those identified it but i think they pick up a lower amount
0: so get the hcg test strips from
1: amazon they're one flow one flow pretty good i'll I'll link that up on my instagram
0: so those are the best ones to go for economic reasons right
1: economic and you get it like you get a ton of them like you get in the pack she gave me there were 50 ovulation test strips Mm -hmm. and then 20 pregnancy tests
0: so even though you know you're pregnant though Mm you keep taking a test every morning yes why is that
1: uh so whereas with lucy i took a positive pregnancy test and then i was like oh hell yeah pregnant and that was kind of the end of it for me uh although i was worried about miscarriage a little bit that was pretty much the end but now that i've been talking to so many women uh with this blog and everything like that um especially recently when I told people I was trying to, that we were trying to conceive. So many women came to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to conceive for the last year. I'm trying to conceive too. And people are telling me stories about chemical pregnancies and things like that. So if my, uh, HCG levels start to fall again, That could mean it's a chemical pregnancy.
0: So chemical, what was all that 100% I'm pregnant talk?
1: Well, I am 100% pregnant.
0: But what's a chemical pregnancy? I
1: I don't even really know. Okay. (laughs) I just know it's something that doesn't stick.
0: I see. So obviously our excitement right now is a little bit different than it was the first time around. Uh, And it's not just because we're telling you like days after. I, I feel like you and I both admittedly aren't as excited
1: it's a different feeling. I'm just as happy as yeah. I was.
0: Well, excitement's a special that, weird yeah. feeling. Yeah.
1: So I'm just as happy, and uh, all that. But yeah, it's more like, okay, what practical things do we start have? Do we have to start doing? And
0: well, and I feel like excitement as a feeling is almost an irrational disbelief mm-hmm. type of butterfly feeling. Yep. Whereas, like, we can't really fake that because we can believe it. We have a child. This We've been yeah. through this before. <laughs> it's not that, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Because I can believe it's happening. Yeah. We've been through that yeah. before. So I find it's – I'm comfortable with not being super excited in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm more anticipating it in a more relaxed, subdued way. But I feel yeah. like that kind of pissed you off.
1: You know what? I – it didn't – Okay, because I guess I was feeling the same thing as you. My first reactions to seeing the positive lines were like, oh man, that's awesome. But then I didn't have that same mm-hmm. crazy, like you said, like that kind of almost irrational feeling, right? Yeah. Um. Although I was incredibly happy. And then you and I were talking about it. We were on the same level. But then when I started telling family members, like I told my mom, um, I told my dad and things like that. And then getting to hear their like sheer excitement because they were straight up excited uh it made me excited and i was feeling that feeling again and then i was hoping that i was communicating that to you via text because we were both working (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i guess i didn't and then when you came home i was asking you and i was like hoping that maybe you were on the same level (laughs) as me and you weren't and that's fine because we hadn't been really communicating all day Mm -hmm. and uh well i I I just just that was a
0: 16 hour day for me i I was dealing with a lot of uh, I trauma at work. <laughs>
1: Shane had a uh,
0: well. I, I don't want to say that's all right, but it, it was a bad day at work. One. And uh, you know, you, you you get up at seven, you come <laughs> home at ten. You're not really any excitement that you even might have had is certainly drained out of you. <laughs> but you were all like, "What's wrong with you, Mister No Excitement?" And I, I'm like, "Geez, you're not exactly Mrs. Excitement right now."
1: Well, at that point. No, but I I was, I was hoping that I communicated that to you, but it's fine because I know that like right now it doesn't even really feel real. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I've just taken, you know, nighttime beers and cut down my coffee consumption from three coffees to one light coffee. So when you
0: say taken down nighttime beers, it means you're not having any beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Like I've taken those up, then I've cut down my coffee consumption by a ton and it's like it, it just feels weird. It just feels like I did those things to do those things, not necessarily because I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I think that as we go through and as I get more pregnant and like when, when we get to go to the doctor and see the ultrasound and the heartbeat and everything, I think that'll start making it more, more real.
0: Well, a lot of people right now that might be saying, Alex, you crazy woman. Why? Well, you're announcing this pregnancy a little early. Why would you do that?
1: <laughs> because it's, it's a big thing in our life. And I, I have a motherhood blog, and I think that being open about something like this is the only way to go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, plus... Be like, a little disingenuous <laughs> if you just
0: pretended you weren't.
1: But plus, yeah. I've got, like, a big mouth. You've got a big mouth. Everybody in my family has a big mouth. So there's yeah. no point in hiding it because it's all going to be out anyways. Like, I can't I can't have a conversation mm-hmm. with anybody.
0: But a lot of it, too, is it's it's not like we would be ashamed if we lost the baby before. But we're not, we're not afraid... To talk about the taboo, which is having a miscarriage, either. Well,
1: yeah, and so my best friend Veronica and I had a filmed conversation about this because uh, she had suffered a couple miscarriages. Um, and She is pregnant right now, six months, which is amazing. Um, but we talked about this because she celebrated and she told everybody from the second that mm-hmm. she found out, just like we did with Lucy in this time. And it's exciting. It's Well, exciting she brought moment. up such
0: great points, too, about... Like, a good reason not to talk about your miscarriage isn't even for you to not feel ashamed. It's It makes other people uncomfortable, Because
1: they don't know how to act.
0: Because they don't know how to act, right? And the the beauty of having your motherhood blog is you just got to – you put the information out there, and then we never talk about it again. You, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's I know, not absolutely. like we have to sit people down and yeah. cry or I have a day at work where maybe I'm in a, in a terrible mm-hmm. mood because of this. People just know mm-hmm. uh, with the blog. So I find that – helpful yeah. too it, it kind of it, it makes the the mm. taboo go away a little bit just having one way to tell everyone in a blanket statement
1: yep. yep no i agree with that completely and i think too like when you get pregnant you're so excited right and like you might see somebody like a friend or a cousin or at work and uh you're just like in a great mood so you want them to share in that great mood with you but then if something did happen i mean god forbid but if something did um I'll be in a really terrible mood. I'll probably be Mm -hmm. bawling my eyes out. I'll be in, you know, physical. I'll be suffering physical consequences, everything. And wouldn't you want people there for you? And then if nobody knows that you're going through that, nobody's going to say, like, offer help or a shoulder crown or anything because they just don't know.
0: Right. But But you you can always rely on close family and friends for that. Like, you would always tell your closer friends. Some people
1: don't tell anybody except for their spouse until the third month.
0: Right, and then a you're, lot of people. Yeah, but at least you would have that person, and that's absolutely fine. And some people are mm-hmm. fine with that. So mm-hmm. I'm not like everybody. Come on, let's break <laughs> this taboo, and everyone's got to tell. I'm yeah. just saying, like for us, we're comfortable with it. We don't want to make anyone else feel like they should come forward or like they need to talk to yeah. me about it. Either, you know what I mean?
1: And I just, I also think that having this out in the open anyway uh, just helps create a discourse that there really hasn't been about. Early pregnancy and miscarriage and things yeah. like that, and then I think also that helps people that aren't going through it, but like support people. It just gives them more insight to what people want to hear and what people are going through, so that they they might have a better idea of how to kind of comfort that person or how to address it with that person. You know mm-hmm. what
0: I mean? And to be honest, I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't. It's not that, that I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be that upset though if we had a miscarriage because I suffer from thinking i have super sperm like i have that delusional thing where i'm like hey we'll get them next month because i have just that confidence in my sperm Mm -hmm.
1: i you know what i mean i would just be like okay i get your perspective with that however i think uh i just it would be so traumatic to have to sit there because it could take like a month to miscarry a baby, so I just think how like how traumatic it would be to have mm-hmm. to like go through that every day and see it every single day.
0: Well, that's, that's your cross to bear, not mine, right? I know, so no, I'm, I'm kidding. That just shows how ignorant I am, right? Because I didn't even think of that. I don't even think like I'm just like wiping my hands clean. I'm like <laughs> I forget that there's act actually something that has to come out, uh-huh. which is terrible. So yeah, there goes that theory because I didn't even think about that.
1: And and the other thing is that I think. Uh, mothers and fathers can agree on universally is that like right off the hop the mother bonds like right away with the baby right because you mm-hmm. you feel it it's making you feel like crap uh and you could feel things changing you can feel things happening so it's like you the baby's in you right so the mother does have more of an immediate connection than the father oh, yeah. would so in that regard too i think that'd be different but mhm. yeah Anyhow, Shane, what do you think? Are, is your bet on uh, boy or
0: girl? No, you can't bet. It's like we got a pure 50-50 shot. Everyone in our family has pretty much a brother and a sister. My my dad is a, a sister. My mom is a brother. I'm a brother. My sister is a sister. So, and you have a brother. So <laughs> and, and well, and another weird fact too is, for the most part, everyone in our families, if you're the older sister. I'm the younger brother. I have an older sister. You have a younger brother. My dad's the younger brother. His sister was his older sister. My mom was the older sister. Her brother's the younger brother. So there's a crazy (laughs) family history of older sister, younger brother. I don't even know how that's possible, but it's just inexplicably the way things have gone in both our family trees. So based on that, it would seem boy, but it's a little rude to hope for a gender, but... I'm hoping for a girl just because I'm a creature of comfort. Wait, does that make sense? Yeah, Creature of comfort? I'm a creature? Okay. (laughs) You are definitely a creature. (laughs) Okay. I'm a creature of comfort (laughs) and I don't like change.
1: Uh, I have to agree with you there. And for me, it's just in the sense of like, I want to reuse all of Lucy's adorable outfits that she only got to wear a couple times and it's going to be way easier for like, sharing room mm-hmm. sharing toy room like right now our toy room is all like pastel pinks and greens which is fine if we want to be like you know both genders love pink woo but i mean it is pretty feminine in there sure. so it would be nice it I'm, would just... I'm
0: raising lou as a very rough
1: oh she's very rough girl like yeah.
0: i'm raising her as a uh what people would raise as a boy like you know what i mean yeah, so i'm not worried no. about that she's a goon and but i just like uh i since i was kind of grew up with my mom and my sister i'm so used to having women around mm-hmm. like raising up with them so i'm yeah. very comfortable that way
1: you know it's it's the wiping too i'm so used to yeah wiping i thought it, i think it's easier it's got to be easier because I, then I asked, there's like, less a guy delicate work. stuff to maneuver around
0: well it's funny because um actually you you asked if any of my friends knew and one of my other friends does but this totally random guy at my work uh co-worker he's not a random guy but he's like knew
1: that we were pregnant sorry
0: well just the day we found out i walk into work and he goes is your wife pregnant what he goes shane your wife's pregnant isn't she i go well i just found out this morning but yeah and uh and he's like well what kind of gender are you rooting for wait
1: why did he say that
0: i guess he thought he heard that you were Pregnant and like he thought you were expecting in November.
1: Oh, that's hilarious!
0: But I was like, no, no, I just found out like you know, mere hours ago. But we got in the conversation. What's easier? And he said, "Dinkies are easier to wipe." Does
1: he have a boy and a girl? Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't seem because then also you have the foreskin. Like, does the poop get in there?
0: I don't know. As a circumcised man, I don't know and. I also wouldn't even really remember if the poop got in there because you really (laughs) don't get memories till you're four. No. And at that point, you're pooping in a toilet, right? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: uh, Right. So I have a couple things. So I've been looking up a lot on the internet this week, you know, Googling semi-obsessively. Oh, we just found a a yogurt mush in the couch cushion. So I'm just going to get it out of there. Continue. Um... So I've been Googling obsessively just, you know, the best ways to prepare for a second baby, things like that. However, every time I punch anything about having a second child in to Google, it's always like very doom and gloom stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it'll be like, oh, why having a second child wrecks havoc on the mom's mental health? Why having a second child will ruin your marriage and all this? And it's really awful so i've been slowing down i've been trying not to google stuff but i wanted to get your opinion on certain things so on the huffington post they had an article called something like why having a second child puts a lot of stress on your marriage yeah for me i think that having any child will put a lot of stress on your marriage especially when you're going from totally childless and living your free yeah, but when you, when you
0: only have one kid you outnumber them
1: yeah well that's what a lot of this is about. So I'm going to go through a couple of the points and then I just want you to, you know, I just want to kind of talk about sure. each point with you. So the first point was that dad has to step up with the first baby, a dad who isn't that into babies can get by with a couple diaper changes here and there, especially if his wife is very hands on. However, with baby number two, dad must truly step up to the plate and often ends up parenting the toddler or o- older child while mom is busy with the baby. So this is often a major change, taking some of the mother's responsibility uh, and identity away as the primary caregiver. So it goes on to say that essentially we would be fighting over the parenting standard because then you would, in theory, be taking over the primary parenting of Lucy, Mm -hmm. whereas I'd be with the baby. And then it's like, oh, the mom and the dad are going to fight over how to parent the toddler. Right. And the dad is going to be parenting all day with no breaks so that's what that says i want your take on that
0: uh what are my options for a p- potential opinions to have
1: anything i don't know well like, do, you, do you think that's a valid do you think that's a valid
0: uh okay so lucy will be how old here like uh she'll be two she'll be two
1: two in one month i can
0: and this is again i'm probably just showing how dumb i am but i can't think of that many ways that you and i would disagree on how to make a decision for a two-year-old like she she hates that ball don't give her that ball (laughs) she likes that ball i'm giving her that ball f off cunningham like i don't know
1: well i think it would i think it would mainly have to do with i don't know why
0: you'd call me cunningham like that (laughs) anyway
1: um but maybe in regards to discipline but i think we're on the same page with all that and i also think just spank
0: as hard as you can (laughs) once and then she won't do it again
1: perfect no but i also think that if i said do this you're gonna do that you know what i mean like if i said parent like discipline lucy like this then i think that you would do that mm-hmm. instead of just going off and doing willy-nilly like do you think
0: yeah i don't know i'm a pretty rational person
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, if she steps out of line newspaper on the nose we Get move on out of here i'm kidding <laughs> we do not hit the kids sure. hard
1: all right uh number two point is kind of funny it's No more cute couple plus baby. And it essentially says that, oh, when it's just you two and a baby, you know, you just put the baby in a carrier and you're off to dinner. You're off to the concert and you still get to hold hands and kiss. But then when there's a second baby, it's like you both got your hands full and you're chasing after a toddler. You're pulling kernels of corn out of her pants and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we were pulling kernels of corn out of Lucy's pants tonight. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fighting this article. I think it will be like that, and will be like more like slobs, like less like <laughs> less like cool hipster parents.
1: But I have no problem with that.
0: Yeah, I'm uh and
1: that and this is what I wanted to get your take on this article for is because it's saying these are things that are going to stress stress the marriage, and I can see wh- how they would stress them, but I don't think it has to ruin a marriage. I'm happy with being. Kind of a slop. Watching a movie on a Saturday night and ordering popcorn, which is I'm yeah, i hoping do that we're tonight. doing. Yeah, after. yeah, we are <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: I was even thinking of ordering Uber Eatsing a McFlurry and getting a oh, popcorn. Oh baby! But that's besides the point. I'm excited here. to be pregnant with you. I'm I'm a I'm a homebody by nature, mm-hmm. so I like just being. I love our home. Yeah. I love being in our home. Mm-hmm. I love like you. I love the idea of a, a full home, full house mm-hmm. with things bustling around. Yep. And it's fun to me. And then I don't need to be going like we took Lucy to a Taylor Swift concert once. I don't need to be doing that. No. I'm fine with doing it, but th- it's not like <laughs> we're not cool anymore. Like, I don't think that way.
1: And you know what? I mean, we worked so hard to take Lou out as much as we can. Why couldn't we do that with especially a newborn baby? Like we took Lou out all the time everywhere when she's a newborn. All she would do in a restaurant was sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. So and we're just we're just very like blessed in terms of help. Yeah. Oh my so God. So we've yeah. got Roseanne and we, w- any reprieve we need. Roseanne is my stepmom. Lucy's Nona, and for all she's intents and pers- uh, purposes, she's our nanny.
1: Yeah, and she's uh, featured on the blog a lot. Many mm-hmm. people would recognize her. And
0: your dad's right around the corner. Your mom's right around the corner. Jake yeah. is down the down the mountain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my mom, in emergency situations, we can use her.
1: Yep. No, we got lots of people around us. Uh, so no, it's we are we are incredibly lucky. Um. So the next one is the older child is probably a toddler now and toddlers suck at the best of times. I
0: That's a real negative. I know. Like put down. Shane, for the baby. and this is
1: the problem with every single article that I find on having a second child. They are ex- extremely negative.
0: Well um, that article is just trying to be hip.
1: I guess so. But it's they're all like this and it's it's really disheartening. Um the next one Moms, and they say this so matter-of-factly, mom's sex drive is 100% gone. Maybe she could keep it together with one kid, but once she's parenting a toddler plus a newborn during the day, nursing or feeding a baby all night, and still has baby weight, there's no way that she's feeling it. (laughs) And I I gotta say, like, for the first six weeks, you're not allowed to anyway. But there's other ways that you can be intimate, and I can... I don't. Yeah, but
0: it's it's saying you won't want to. It's almost like if you were intimate, you would just be doing it to like please me, and not because you wanted to.
1: Which is a ridiculous thing to write in an article like this, Mm -hmm. because then I think it's setting women up for some kind of mentality that they're going to possibly have after birth, when they might that might not be their personality. They might not feel like that at all.
0: Well, maybe it's it's good to know that that's likely, because then you can fight against it more and be like, no way.
1: I don't want to slip into that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I,
0: I, I don't think the article is wrong that a lot of women may potentially do feel that way. Yeah. And I do think you're a bit of an outlier and you won't feel that way just mm-hmm. because I know your personality and that's, it's such a huge, important thing for you that I could never imagine you not being that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Number five, the couple is now less likely to use babysitters or go out. That's not. I mean, again, like you mentioned, from my perspective, we have so much help so close by. I don't think that we're going to the times that we do go out like it's not frequent.
0: Why would you be less likely to use babysitter?
1: I know. I think you'd need to get away more.
0: Yeah, I think you'd go out of your way more. If
1: it's like if you're hiring a babysitter, is it more costly when you add another kid?
0: Possibly. That's probably it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. All right. uh, Number six, kind of something we touched on. The novelty has worn off.
0: Novelty of what?
1: Having a kid.
0: Hmm.
1: And I, from my perspective, when I was reading through this initially, I think that that's only true for right now because I can already feel myself like getting more excited and more excited as each day passes. And I think of like new possibilities and things. And I think that once the new kid is there, it's not a novelty. It's a very real crying spitting up thing and mm-hmm. it's a brand new person like I'm, I'm very excited and we've talked about this like so excited to see what another version yeah. of us is gonna be if it's not lucy because she's the only one we could picture
0: but to me too like to the novelty wore off like day two when i had like no sleep and i was in the <laughs> hospital bed i was like this is hell you know <laughs> and then it was like oh we, we have this little person and it just it never felt novel it was just like this yeah. is real and this is not always good but a lot of times it's good like to me it was almost like i don't i didn't love lucy in her little three zero to three month phase because it was like she just <laughs> sat there and didn't do anything so i was like man like well, i wish you would get up and start wiggling or something and then now she's like shaking her butt and dancing so to me it's like the the novelty went away and then came back. Yeah. Now it's like, I've got a kid. Look at her. She's being silly right now.
1: Oh, I got to, I got to re show you some pictures of uh, you guys doing skin to skin, fast asleep in the morning times.
0: Mm-hmm. But that was just that was like so Operation Keep Baby Alive. Very scary. It wasn't like now feels more novel. It's yeah. like, hey, look at this little prop we have. <laughs> She's like me, but like cuter. <laughs> Way cuter. Yeah.
1: Um, you have no time for anything.
0: I don't know. I, I don't have time anyway.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. We don't have time as it is. And I just think that the time is going to get less and less. Like, think about when, you know, losing to sports or into clubs and both kids are into clubs. Like, you just don't have time anyway as an adult, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. And then... And then I, I feel like I'll have... I, I won't stress and have anxiety about my own life i can start like worrying about other people's (laughs) lives for once
1: well yeah especially when they're like at school in clubs and then you're the main things you have to do are like cart them around and take them these practices or whatever right like Mm -hmm. yeah i'm kind of looking forward to that because it is a lot less pressure i think on us yeah pressure's on them at that point Mm -hmm. i'm not going to complain about that it says dad number eight dad is now number three
0: dad's number three
1: to the mom so you got baby baby dad
0: but wait aren't you number three too how come we don't look at it like that mom's number three i guess
1: this is from the mom's perspective
0: okay so continue dad's number three so
1: yeah so spouses look at each other as though they're in third place
0: Hmm. i don't know i wouldn't i think that's a bad plan that's a bad long-term plan yeah because let's say this kid's real independent, and when they're the day they turn 18, which never happens, by the way, but <laughs> let's say the day they turn 18, they Lucy Bales, and then you only got three years with the other one, then it's just you guys. If you've been treating each other like the third person,
1: yeah,
0: it's not a good uh, emotional investment.
1: It's awful, and I this happens frequently, I think, where people are so tied up in their own kids, they lose sight on why they had kids together initially. And then when the kids are out, they don't know what the hell to do with themselves. And -hmm. then that's when, you know, couples in their middle age or late middle age might start drifting apart or might have affairs or whatever because they've totally lost touch. And then they can't rekindle that after their kids are gone, which is a very sad and scary thing. So I think, I agree with you, bad long-term plan to let your spouse slip in the third place. Like we've always talked about keeping spouse up at the top, make sure your relationship is good because the kids yeah. are going to be fine as long as your relationship's fine.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to like relate to the child on an equal level. Mm-hmm. And I kind of need that for someone to be in my like next place. Yeah. Like if it's just me and Lucy in a room, like there's not <laughs> a ton of advice you can give me or topics. <laughs> I really rely on you for those things, you know, and that's super important to me. My love is through the roof for Lucy, mm-hmm. but you're my number one person you know what I yeah. I mean she's my like c- crazy thing that I love more than anything yeah. like it's a tie in love let's say yeah but in terms of like number one companion it's like you're my companion I'm like her helper and hopefully I'm her like guiding light to some extent
1: yeah no you know it, and that's you're... what
0: I look at like you as for me right and I hope I'm that for you too
1: yeah of course okay. I'm just uh I'm getting very emotional. I've been very emotional mm-hmm. all week and uh that's just making me emotional. Sorry guys, I'm crying so easy. This is the early pregnancy hormones. Mm-hmm. I've been crying so much every day. Like at things like this, but uh oh. <laughs> had to steal a smooch. Um
0: So okay. uh, should we do a caller? Or just say the, the next one and then Uh let's do a the call.
1: last the last one that is worth just talking about not even worth talking about, really. It's just money. Duh. Like, of course, kids are going to cause more money. It's going to be tougher in that sense. You're going to feel the. What is it? Feel what you feel the pinch? The pinch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think- don't know.
0: I haven't really felt the pinch from Lou that much yet. I don't even know. I don't pay attention to money in that way. Once you get used to it, you just get used to it. And you waste a lot of money when you're single. Going out to dinners and stuff, and mm-hmm. I find the less money you have, the less money you spend, and the more money you have, the more money you spend. So you don't really miss it. You yeah. know what I mean? If anything, you get a little bit healthier when well, you're cheaper. We're just spending
1: our money on different things. I like in, yeah, instead of yeah, going out partying, we're spending our money on diapers and pouches and right, why not? But
0: yeah, humans are very adaptable.
1: Yeah, no, it's the best. Anyhow, uh. I want to start off our calls. I want to make two surprise calls off the top.
0: Off the top we're doing that. Or should we
1: do those? We'll do those later. Let's call. Yeah, I
0: feel like we got to respect the real callers. Let's respect
1: the real callers. So the next caller we have is India. uh, And she had the question last time about what would you guys do if your sibling, one of your siblings, had a wedding, like a destination wedding. That was going to cost you a ton of money. You could only go for a weekend because you weren't allowed to bring your kid. So follow up call. Yeah. So she said she has an update on that, which I'm I'm very excited to hear.
3: Hello, India. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Just uh, put my daughter to sleep and I'm watching football with my husband. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah.
1: Well, we are so excited to hear uh, your update. From your, your wedding story?
3: Oh you know, I kind of feel like I made a big deal about it. But <laughs> looking back on it, it could have gone one of two ways. And it's like, financially, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we had fun. And we were there for like 30 hours. Because, our, of course, our flight was delayed. It was Labor Day weekend. And um, I don't know. It's just... Um, our, her his side of the family made a big deal about him not wanting to go because our daughter wasn't involved in the wedding. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he was kind of just being a good dad by saying, like, hey, well, sorry, like, we can't go. Our daughter can't go. We can't go. So I was just stuck in the middle. And it was one of those, like, well, do I want to be – the black sheep of his side of the family for, forever or do i want to just suck it up and make it happen so i just sucked it up and made it happen yeah
0: was there any regrets from either you or your husband for going
3: no well other than the money that we spent but <laughs> right. That's nice. and- uh, i didn't know You know, being like $1,700 for a 30-hour trip to Mexico, which is just a lot of money.
0: And and was all forgiven by all the family members, or was it kind of like the worst of both worlds? Like, they knew you put up a fight to go, so even though you went, it's like they only came begrudgingly, so you don't get as much credit, or were they all just happy you came?
3: I think they were all happy we came. They were all happy we came. Um, They... You know the his mom was so happy that I like pulled it together and made it happen, and the bride as well who who I'd been friends with for a long time uh because my husband and I dated for about five years before we got married, and um she had been dating his brother for six years, so we've become very close um i just hate I would hate to ruin that dynamic and and so I kind of just had to say whatever. We're doing it. And I actually bought the tickets behind his back and didn't tell him. And then kind of was just like, oh, hey, um, by the way, the tickets are bought. We don't have travel protection, so we have to go.
0: <laughs> and he he was kind when he heard that or did he blow a gasket?
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, was, he he was still in denial, I think, until like the last day. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm not going. I went mean, on top of it all. Um, he's a big Widespread Panic fan. And uh, Widespread Panic is a band. I was okay, ask. I'm <laughs> glad you explained that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a band that toured in the south of the United States, all over the United States. But anyway, they announced that they were coming to the city in which we live. That weekend. Oh no! So on top of everything else, then he, you know, they announced they were coming, and he was like, "This is just the most ridiculous (laughs) thing ever." So, um, but he he had fun. I think he had fun.
1: Did anybody from that side and like your friend ever find out that you were having a hard time with it or complaining about it?
3: Yeah, my husband actually approached um, his brother and his now sister-in-law about it and uh, and asked them to change the venue to a venue which would allow us to bring our daughter mm-hmm. um, and this was like at the very beginning stages and, and they wouldn't do it so that was kind of awkward because it just I think it put everybody in a weird position because Matt was upset about it and he said I don't understand why y'all are doing this and the bride's reasoning was just that she didn't want children there which which is kind of funny because I had an adult only wedding, mm-hmm. but we got married in our backyard, like you had said you all got married in yeah. your backyard, which yeah. is funny, um, but our backyard was on a bay, and so you know it was dark and it was more of like a security reason, and we also got married in our hometown where we lived, so it's it wasn't light like to her- just get babysitters for the night and, yeah 100% um, so, honestly anyway. that's
1: like the toughest position to be in on either side of that whether you're the one making the rule or whether you're the one with the kid that's you know not able to bring your kid or not able to go whatever it is but uh thank yeah. you so much for calling back with the update mm-hmm. and uh yeah, glad, glad to know that all history. your relationships are still intact
0: but what, but wait would yes. you advise someone in mm-hmm. your similar situation in the future, like? someone it's a destination wedding babies aren't allowed would you say Mm -hmm. if it's a close friend or family member just suck it up and go because overall it's worth it and you'll never miss the money or do you think it's a situation by situation basis and just go with your gut instinct
3: i think it's situation by situation um i definitely would not approach the bride And tell her she made a mistake by booking it at an (laughs) adult-only resort, (laughs) which is what my husband did. But um, yeah, that was a mistake because it kind of like it kind of ruined our relationship for a few months. Right. But then, then finally, I was like, "Look, guys, we're going." End of story, and that made things better. And then from then on, now everything's back to normal. So, um, yeah, I would recommend just like assessing the situation i guess and if you can go go um because it's you know it's nice to get away for a few days without baby or in um, your
0: case 30 hours <laughs> yeah, not 30
3: even a couple hours. days <laughs> i know it was crazy crazy but it's nice to get away but it's nice to also for it's like be on your own terms and um and this was not on our specific own terms so um yeah
1: Oh, exactly. I, I agree. And I think that's what we kind of touched base on last time was, you know, doing what you want to do and, you know, making it into a family vacay if you want it. But yeah, no, thank you so much for, uh, for the callback. We
3: appreciate it. No, no problem. All man. Right. I
0: enjoy listening to the podcast. Thanks oh, so thanks much. so much. Bye. <laughs> Y'all
3: have a great night. Bye.
1: Hello. A brutal kind. This is Alex and Shane from this family tree podcast. Oh, hello. Hi. You have a question or a, a something to share with
4: us? Um, I don't necessarily have a question, but I just thought um, I have a lot coming up in the next week and it was kind of now would be a worthwhile time to talk about that, I guess. Um, yeah. My daughter is starting daycare and I'm going back to work and she's in the middle of leap. All that fun stuff. So, <laughs> I don't like know. It's just, yeah. So, um, I know that uh, my daughter is, I think, maybe a few weeks older than Lucy. And maybe this is just fair warning <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. that the 10th leap
4: is a bitch.
1: Okay. So, how is it? I'm checking my Wonder Weeks app right now to see where we are.
0: How old is your daughter?
1: She is, She will be
4: 17 months on Tuesday.
0: Oh, so she's um, yeah. almost the exact yeah. same age as Lucy. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, just yeah, very close. I remember when I um, came across your account; it was right around the same time. So it was convenient to. So wait, we're all along. in it. We're in it too. You're okay. It's begun. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, okay. it says
1: there's 24 days. Okay, this makes so much sense. I don't the know why I didn't check this. Not
4: that. Yeah, the first few days were not that bad. I was like, oh well, it's it's going to start. But the second that storm hit, (laughs) that's next week uh, for us or this
1: week. That's this week. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even check this. I'm so glad you're telling me this because Lucy has been pretty awful. And I attribute it to (laughs) her canine teeth are coming in right now. Well, I think that's
4: also a thing happening over here. Everything happens all at once.
1: Right. And that's the thing. So she started daycare this month, too. So I've got 24 days left until the end of the sleep. But all last week, she did not sleep more than a half hour at daycare. She has been throwing her food on the floor. She has been incredibly clingy, which is kind of cute, but also obviously hard. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm back at work now, and I've only been at it since the beginning of September. But it's been hard, and I was just thinking about teething. I didn't even think to look at the app.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, you think it's one thing, and then it's just a culmination of it all.
1: (laughs) All right, so I actually have a
4: question for you then.
1: Um, Sure. Is your baby on one or two naps? She's on one. Okay, because – so. The leap thing makes sense. So I've been doing, you know, two naps a day, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, but she's not sleeping for both naps. Sometimes she won't sleep yeah. for either. And now that I know there's a leap, I'm wondering, is it a leap thing? Or are they just ready at this time? Like, when did you go down in one nap?
4: She went down really early, actually. I think I fought it around 12 and 13 months. Oh, wow, and then yeah. I just gave in. And she, like, when we switched over, she slept like a dream. And I meant, like... Daytime nap was great and bedtime was awesome. It was Mm -hmm. just like a shift. So I stopped fighting that fairly early. But I I mean, if you've got two naps and you want to try and see the leap through, it might be worth it because I know keeping lots of naps is great the longer you can keep them. But how long does she stay? It might also be worth trying during this leap. (laughs) (laughs) Typically. Um, So uh, two to three hours sometimes three and a half that's insane I would yeah oh my god no because
1: Lou will sleep for one hour max in the morning but it's usually more like a half hour and then it's like Mm -hmm. 45 minutes to an hour and a half in the afternoon
4: no yeah I mean give it a try and if she can do if she can put those together you'll be you'll be laughing that'll be that's a good time. (laughs) so is your is your baby eating well right now Um, she ate really well at lunch. She didn't eat much at dinner, you know, like it's really back and forth. Um, so she's started to request milk more because now she knows Mm -hmm. how to ask for it. And, you know, we're still trying to have that conversation, but if it, if she asks, like, you know, and can't put it off, she's getting it. And that sometimes throws off meals or snacks or Mm -hmm. whatever. But, um, yeah, no, not super great. Not, the way that she was before you know
1: you know what i you were a last minute caller and i'm so glad you gave us your number because uh <laughs> this is like opening my eyes i can't believe because this is like my third week in the leap or the yes. second week in the leap and i can't believe i haven't thought of this uh shane do you have any questions about that
0: no it's good to know because uh, lou had actually been attacked at her daycare
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh oh. recently uh, a, a kid who normally kisses her on the cheek goodbye turned the the kiss into like a terrible bite,
4: yeah. like a oh, really no. deep
0: gash on her, her her cheek that a lot of people think is know. like a birthmark on her face because <laughs> it's so prominent right now. So I thought Lou might have had some PTSD, which had right? made her yeah. act, act so different. Like she was kind of like a little more scared mm-hmm. things She's she, things. Yeah, so this is good to know.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still you know can't wrap my head exactly around all of the leaps, but I do get that it's like autonomy and understanding that they like are trying to learn control or at least like how they can play with things. Yeah. And, uh, that could still be related. You know, she, something happened to her and now she's like, no, you know, that's another thing. My daughter is learning. No. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, trying to take control of stuff. And I feel like the answer is always no or screaming at this point. (laughs) Um, but is there yeah, one particular
1: uh, instance that she's, like, trying to assert her independence the most? Like,
4: Um I mean, sleep, she's just, like, becoming really distracted by things and being like, oh, I can, like, talk about this thing over there, over here, <laughs> over, there, over there, over there. Like, no, I need to talk about that thing. Um, yeah. So she's getting really fixated on stuff. Um, the no thing, I don't think she understands what no actually means because – She'll just, like, go playing and walking the stroller and just be like, no, 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 (laughs) (laughs) singing a song. So, um, food. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's getting, like, she gets the no around food because she can, you know, say no and the act of, you know, tossing a fork or the cup or flipping over the plate or Mm -hmm. something. And do you, Um, if if she's
1: turning meals down, do you, like adapt and make her something new or do you just say all right well if you're not gonna eat this like this is what I'm offering
4: yeah I mean I I try to follow I think fairly closely in line with what you've been um going with like baby babyhood weaning style yeah, um yeah. and then also you know offering them something that they you know they do like you mm-hmm. know and if uh if they're still not eating that then you know if she asks for a banana eventually I'm going to you know, give her a banana. But I try to separate a little little bit. Yeah. What I did recently was um, I know older kids get like bedtime snacks okay. sometimes. And that's not in our timeline or routine yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But if she wasn't eating at dinner and she was waking up like an hour or so after going down, which was already a little late, Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking, okay, I can't just keep feeding you over and over, which yeah. I know you don't like me because she previously slept through the night. Um, I tried putting together a, like, mashed banana and peanut butter and yogurt kind of thing. Oh, and great. I threw it in the freezer and then just kind of mushed it up and was like, this might be nice and cool on your teeth. And it's also got some protein and it's like a starchy fruit. That's, that's so it's kind of idea. filling. Cool. And uh, it's like dessert. So she eats it. Um, that's only cool. happened, like, a couple nights, but... No, that's fantastic,
1: and I am 100% going to use that. So thank you so much for calling to uh, remind me that I'm also in the leap and uh, for that bedtime snack tip. I love it.
4: Yeah, and uh, solidarity. Hell yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good luck this week. Thanks. You too. All right. Thanks so much. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's so handy. No, I can't believe I didn't even look at that. All right. Well, how about our surprise calls?
0: Okay, so, so I'll call this one now. This one's my mom.
1: You're going to ask her. I want you to ask her. Then. Yeah. So we are going to call both of our moms. They don't know we're calling. And my mom them.
0: usually doesn't take calls after 8 p.m., <laughs> so even if her ringer is on here, it'll be amazing. Yeah, there's like a 10% chance of her answering. Hello? Hello, Mom? Hi, Annie. Hi. Uh, sorry to call so late. I know you usually shut your ringer off at 8, but uh, we're doing a podcast right now for Alex's uh, This Family Tree podcast. Okay. And we wanted to ask you a question about having two children.
5: Oh, okay.
0: now Now, what is the main thing that changed from jumping from one kid, which was my sister Tiffany, to two children, which was Tiffany and myself named Shane?
5: In what regard do you mean? Like,
0: uh, like, how did it get harder? Was did you notice? Like, obviously, you and Dad divorced shortly after I was born. So, do you find that it caused a huge strain in your relationship? Like having two well, kids over, the, over I one. I
5: didn't. I didn't. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was more whole. Yeah. And as a family unit, and that Tiffany had. Uh, Someone to socialize with and watch TV with, and go to the doctors with, and yeah. you know, she just had the company, and it was nice. It, I found it. Yeah, that had that had no bearing on uh, pressure with you guys at all.
0: Mm-hmm. But it didn't change your relationship. We're like that's all well and good for Tiff and I. Uh, our mm-hmm. rela- our like our lives were better but did you and dad's relationship suffer because of the extra child? Not at all. No? So any problems you guys had was totally unrelated to children? Correct. Right. Uh, Any other uh, advice or tips for having two kids over one or things to look out for? We're just trying to think and help others right now. Uh, Things
5: to look out for?
0: Tips two kids i I
5: guess if one one has a fever you better check and see if the other one does or or hope that the other one gets it so they both have the measles say at the same time
0: (laughs) so hope for double measles
5: (laughs) yeah you do you hope for double measles so you get it over with but now they have the vaccinations and all that so
0: and obviously i am uh not obviously but i am a, a boy and tiff was a girl um now, do you do you find it would have been easier had I had been a girl and then for clothing and certain other conveniences things would have been cheaper or it was a boy just all the same you think?
5: Well, we didn't have a problem with that at all. So, I don't know, maybe like it's like people that have 3, 4 and 5 kids, some of the kids are like the older boys would wear they called them pedal pushers because they're wearing their brothers. You might have uh, gotten away with a couple, like if Tiffany had jeans, you could have gotten...
0: I was wearing girls' jeans, Mom?
5: No, they, girl, baby jeans were pretty much the same, <laughs> or <laughs> some of the pants. <laughs> okay, of back the, then,
0: uh, it was a little different when you were wearing girls' jeans. It wasn't as accepted as it is now, so... I was bullied right. a lot in school, as you know.
5: <laughs> now you know why. And... Some of the sleepers, you know, you know, you, you didn't mind putting the pink sleepers on. I was wearing nighties. <laughs> because nice nobody kids. really saw you <laughs> except <Okay>. me. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, no, there was no, no difficulty. I don't think there would have been either way. Actually, I think girls spat more <laughs> spat? than a, a boy and a girl What from what I've seen with my other friends, some of them, yeah. in
1: some cases. is there Are there any more just general tips that you think you could give
0: Yeah, Shana? like what was the biggest adjustment for you? Like we've talked about the benefits and how there wasn't really that, but what, what did you have to adjust to the most?
5: Well, because I was a working mother, mm-hmm. I guess I had to adjust to less sleep or, or uh, going to bed earlier to adjust my time because I had two to get ready in the morning Mm -hmm. to go to school rather than uh just one okay yeah and uh that was really the main adjustment just getting two ready rather than one whenever you had to go to the doctors or go to the mall that's a huge
1: adjustment though that's a that's a lot of time it is it Mm -hmm.
5: is and uh but you do and it was it was a wonderful adjustment i never uh I'm so glad I had that adjustment because yeah. I was told right after I had Shane that um, I should never have had children because I had so much trouble bearing them, and I was so glad that they told me that after,
6: yeah,
5: and you know, before,
6: mm-hmm. because then
5: I had them, you know. Oh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a very happy adjustment, I would say.
0: No, oh. and. Who, like, uh, who is a better child, me or Tiff, you <laughs> think?
5: Better in...
0: Well, in more, more well-behaved like as, a, as a baby. Oh,
5: you, you just slept all the time. You just slept all the time. You slept from... Uh, you slept at eight hours in the hospital. I wondered why the nurses said they loved you so much. Mm -hmm. But it was your disposition, too, but it was also that you slept eight hours right off the hop, right when you were born.
2: Mm -hmm.
5: So uh, Tiffany was a little bit more troubled because she was uh, colicky. Right. So that can make a difference.
0: So I was the better baby.
5: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you're the easier, <laughs> the easier baby. <laughs> well, and
0: Trish,
1: is it harder to wipe the and clean the diaper of a boy or a girl baby?
5: A girl.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, and last question, what are you... Well, you didn't
5: want to get into details about it? We
0: already have. Well, yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> right, you have that. <laughs> but it also depends on other... Um...
0: If they're circumcised or not. Exactly. And you right. chose circumcision. Why did you go for that?
5: It, it seemed to be the norm right. at that time, and some people—it's a custom not to get it done. Some religions and such.
0: I only know religions where it's a custom to get it done. Yeah. So yeah, I don't—I don't know about that, Mom.
1: Shane's
2: Jewish.
0: Four oh. percent. Yeah, are Jewish. Jewish. Um, right. Yeah, now it's not very popular, but I, I guess at the time it was. I'm not complaining, but uh, uh,
5: at that time also, uh, it didn't cost money. Now I think it does cost a hundred dollars or so.
0: Oh, you knowing you, you wouldn't have done that then.
5: <laughs> no, I would so. Have. <laughs> um, I would dinky. So have.
0: <laughs> But last last question for real: What are you uh, as a future grandma of two? What are you hoping for, or leaning towards, maybe, is the better word, a uh, boy or girl?
5: I, I probably would lean toward a boy only because lately it seems like all girls in every family are being born, and we need, we need a more population of the men.
0: right well said (laughs) all right perfect well thanks so much mom for uh, answering the phone I was really shocked you even did that because I know this is a bit late so I appreciate it yeah
1: thank you so much
5: I
0: love you and I'll see you tomorrow for uh, my sister Tiffany's 39th birthday
5: will do it's been a pleasure
0: all right love you mom
5: have a
1: good night love you too bye Bye -bye.
0: for now okay wow shocked we got that
1: yeah that was fantastic all right do you want to ring Lorna I do so, <clears throat> Lorna's having some drinks at the cottage with my dad.
0: But sometimes she goes to bed early, so we better get on this. It's true. Hello?
1: Hey, Mom. Hi. Hey, it is Shane and I. And uh, are we interrupting anything right now? Uh, No, we're just um, it's Shane and
6: Alex. And uh-huh. they want to know if they're interrupting anything.
2: I'm on the toilet.
6: No, no, that's not true. He's not on the toilet. No, no, no. <laughs> we're watching a, a Clive
1: Davis. All right. Well, I'm hoping yes. that I can uh, just borrow a couple minutes of your time. We are doing a podcast okay. right now.
2: Hey, okay, you're on speaker. We're, we're now. on speaker. We're watching. You wouldn't believe the setup we have at the Cottage.
1: Yeah. Wait, just listen. to
2: Okay, us. you tell me.
1: All right. I, I'm going to tell you. Uh, we're doing a podcast right now, and uh, we're doing we're <laughs> we're doing, we're doing a we're doing a surprise call to you guys. Uh, I wanted to know uh, if there was any advice because, of course, you guys know Shane and I are expecting and going from one kid to two kids is oh. a big jump. Uh, and I, I just wanted to know if you had any advice or suggestions for us um, about, you know, a challenge that we might face going from one to two.
2: OK, mom and I might be on totally different wavelength on this thing. But honestly, going from one to two is peanuts. It's nothing. And like really, it's it's nothing because there's two of you. That yeah. the big step which we never took because I was too scared was going from two to three because you're outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and especially like I, I I used to just picture um in the winter in Canada Getting ready, getting three kids ready to go out. Let's say you had to be somewhere at 7 p.m. <clears throat> You'd have to start getting ready at 6 o'clock, uh, getting everybody dressed, you know, warming up the car, getting the boots ready, getting the socks on, getting the uh, the coats on and everything. And then you get to somebody's house.
5: And, 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 Take it and, all off.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you're outnumbered and, and you get everything off and then you put everything away and then you you are with the people you're supposed to be with and next thing you know you think oh my gosh we have to leave in an hour and then you got to do the whole thing again so yeah. anyway now now here comes mom <laughs> Oh I, only, okay. hey, <laughs> by the way I wasn't finished it's only because mom <laughs> yanked the phone away from no, me No I
6: did not I I totally did I totally <laughs> did
2: She she did but I love her anyway oh, that's so
6: nice I I agree with everything John said uh it's so great when this only enough children for adults you know we have the right ratio that's great and even as the children get older and they go to their different sports you've got one parent going one way one parent going the other way but if you have three children i don't know how you would do that however it was very hard it was very easy when i had one child and we went down for a nap but then i had child number two that went easily down for a nap and had child number one a little screaming defiant alex
1: yes i was child number
6: refused, one used that refused to go down for a nap and it was really hard because i was tired i needed to go to sleep the baby was asleep it was a perfect scenario and it was really hard to get you down for a nap but eventually uh when i said alex you
1: we this is the time now we have to nap eventually you went for a nap but it's so you a don't way. you don't you don't resent me that much then I don't what you don't resent me that much oh I don't resent you at all no. I love you well do you, do you guys have a tip for Shane and I like we've been reading articles and things and everything is pretty doom and gloom it's like two kids is going to impact your marriage and it's going to make you crazy and all this no no so no, but no, no. What, what tip can you give us for kind I of fighting know. against that
2: Rely on your parents. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, it's funny you say that, Lorna, because I was going to say, you guys are in the very enviable position. Oh, we know. Of, yeah. of having so much support. Six around parents. Oh so, yeah. Like, I mean, Roseanne and Paul and Jake and like it, us, everybody, like you've got so, and Tiff, you got so many people so, cl- and, uh, so close to you. So, you know you're gonna have it pretty good and uh, you know maybe in a couple of years from now you won't be in a position to give other people advice because you had it so good mm-hmm. And yes, uh, that's true being one minute and 11 seconds away from us
6: we will expect some payment <laughs> as far as money <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no, listen. No,
6: no you no. laugh. You laugh.
2: <laughs> I just like clearing up what the payment yeah. is. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we, you know.
6: Maybe a vacation, all expenses paid.
2: All right. Know. Wow. No, no, no. You know what? I don't, I don't want any payback. <laughs> just Lorna. Just, until, just, yeah. until we're in our late eighties, early nineties. And I need you to like to push me in my wheelchair to the oh lake God, and things like that. that so... Sh-
1: Shane will wipe your ass when you need diaper change. Hey,
2: oh yes, okay, I, no,
5: I
0: stop no.
1: say that. We'll know. do rock oh, paper yeah, scissors for oh, those yeah. decisions. All right, guys. Well, should you have anything?
0: No, they What's they that? seem pretty optimistic about uh, two kids. Just the the advice for I guess our listeners is don't go three. Yeah, and if yes, you yeah. no, no, are no, listening, no, no. you have two three. Kids no, luck. all the
2: way. No, <laughs> no. Listen, I would not never, free. I would never tell anybody not to have a ton of kids. I'm just, I'm just answering your question, saying two kids is easy. Right. It gets harder when they outnumber you, yep. and especially I would never, in Canada. Never telling anybody not to have three or five or nine yep. kids. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, it's it's how much work you want to do, and we just uh, we want to cruise by.
2: That's right. Yeah. All right, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you so
2: so and much. Right. For- Don't
6: forget, when your kids are in rep sports. Oh, yeah, yeah. One parent going one way, one
1: parent going the other way. It's good when
2: there's only two. No, I know.
1: You guys, thank you so much for taking the call, and uh, sorry for interrupting the romantic cottage time.
2: Don't ever do this again. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Love you both. Love you. All right, so now we can take the headphones yeah. off because that is the color portion. I think that was an excellent idea, Alex, and I think that went very well. Thank so you. Uh, now we are in segment, were adorable. segment three. Where we ask each other questions.
1: <clears throat> All right,
0: hit me with your question.
1: Okay, so we've talked a lot about uh, change and how other people think things will change and how it did change for them. Um, but how do you see things being the most different when baby number two comes?
0: Just uh, feeling, I guess. If if I'm thinking worst case scenario, it's going to be just feeling like I have no time to myself. Mm-hmm. Like. Lorna, your my mother-in-law, your, your mom just touched on nap time. Yeah. Like when Lucy goes to nap, it's kind of like I'll throw on the second Genesis. I'll play a little <laughs> NBA jam. And I don't think there will be that time. And even Lucy switching from two naps to one, just having that like one-hour reprieve, that 45 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes if we're lucky, that two-hour reprieve is a nice needed break in the day. Yeah. And without that, you're really relying on that 7 o'clock bedtime, which I do love
1: oh my god Four. we're keeping that going for as long as we mm-hmm. can
0: and it's just hard because in my work week now when Lou's down at seven i sometimes get home at eight and need to be asleep or start thinking about being asleep by 10 yeah. so that window's so short and i feel like that time will add up and add stress and dumb fights where you're not even fighting about what you're fighting about you're more fighting about
1: being tired overworked
0: being tired and feeling you don't have enough leisure time to yeah. yourself but i do feel like it's all temporary and uh, you'll you'll get, the as the kids get more independent, so, so will you? Even when of? they're kids.
1: Like, think about when they're, you know, like, five, six years old. Even less than that. Like, when, you know, they're both toddlers or one's a toddler and one's school age. They're going to be playing together in the playroom.
0: Yeah, you but they, I... you do need to supervise. Like
1: oh, 100. Well, look. The I know you know that. But... The playroom's five feet away from our living room with our comfy couch.
0: Yeah, I just feel kids always want to kind of see if they can kill themselves
1: they don't actually
0: <laughs> want to die but they want to see Test like limits. they they know they're being watched in yeah. a way so they're like i'm just gonna like jump with this pencil in my hand and it's like i i get very very anxious when children are playing in another mm-hmm. room if i'm not like watching their every move so it's not like yeah very relaxing for me
1: no i get that but we we can we can peer over across the couch and see them. i think we'll be good yes
0: but there's a lot of anxiety in those peers <laughs> Okay. All right, what's your question? My question, my questions aren't good either, and we kind of covered them. We kind of covered them in the opening, so questions aren't the best. But okay, so recently we had a child attacker attack Lucy <laughs> at daycare.
1: <laughs> a child attacker.
0: Now, how do you discipline a kid? Like, heaven forbid Lucy starts doing this, going up to another kid and biting them. Like yeah. Quite, Lucy's attack, I found quite vicious on the scale of. Uh, daycare bites my friend also had uh, his child bitten uh, a day before ours was bitten and his bite i found a little bit more mild lucy's was kind of a like very fleshy yeah bite
1: well her entire face swelled up and then the nerve endings broke like it didn't make the skin bleed but you could see all the red capillaries broken and then there was a really black Bruise that's left and it's still there. Uh, so yeah, it, it was incredibly
0: vicious. And Okay, so we know Lucy's got some chompers on her mm-hmm. and she's been known to even bite you. At she
1: did. Well, she did after her daycare bite, she bit me. Right,
0: so she learned. So let's say she starts biting kids. How do we discipline her? Like, All right,
1: so I've thought about this. I've looked it up a little bit um, and I've done some chatting with people who have been in situations like this. If it's your own kid... And, you know, maybe they bite you at home or something and they won't let go. You never rip your arm away because then there's kind of going to latch on harder and go with your arm and you might get hurt. But if you just like plug their nose a little bit and they're chomping you, then they're going to let go.
0: Wait, are you giving advice on how to defend yourself (laughs) against a toddler? I'm saying, (laughs) I'm not saying how do you make it out alive with the least injuries possible. (laughs) Like, I'm not scared of Lou if she bites me hard. I won't like it, but I'm not like, pinch her nose.
1: No. But <laughs> <laughs> I assume that that'll show them that they are not allowed to bite.
0: Okay, that's a good idea. For- but, it, oh, but beyond that-,
1: that, honestly, beyond that, I uh, that's the best thing I've come up with so far. So
0: the only way to kind of teach them not to bite is to... during the act discipline them
1: well because especially with babies like I think if it's too toddlers if it's too long after the act they're not going to remember what they did wrong in the first place right because everything's going by so quick so I think you have to do it immediately if that's as it's happening if you can catch it as it's happening then you need to do that so
0: that's presumed if biting is taking place in the home and you're worried about it leaking into the uh, play yard yeah well what if they only do it in the play yard? that's my fear if lucy becomes a bit of an animal out there. i know
1: well then i i think that you have a good open communication with whoever you know is in charge mm-hmm. like the adult supervision whether it's a teacher or a daycare person and go over disciplinary actions with them say like
0: Pinch your nose, yeah.
1: (laughs) No, but, like, I'm, you know, please discipline my child if she's biting somebody. And then talk about which disciplinary measures you both feel comfortable with.
0: Right. Okay, what's your question for me?
1: All right. Do you feel like you'll be ready for a second baby?
0: Did not you already ask me that? No.
1: So what do you think is going to change?
0: Do I feel like I'll be ready? Uh, Yeah. Uh, We kind of touched on this in the opening, just... Like I'm not a huge go out person. Mm-hmm. I like staying in. I'm ready for that. It's just the 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 things I touched on earlier about uh less leisure time' Because sometimes I do like that little like hour to chill touched mm-hmm. on that, but yeah, I'll be ready and uh but
1: i think I think it'll be easier to chill too when the kids are older because then we like their interests are more than just you know running around the block. With a wagon trailing behind them. It's like you can do more things together. So I think that our leisure times will be able to coincide more and more with what the kids want to do.
0: But all, for instance, all have to take Lucy to like that uh, trampoline place while you're at home with the kidnapping. So we yeah. won't be together as much. Yeah. And it's a little bit more fun when you and I are together supervising Lou than
1: oh my God, yeah. if
0: I'm just watching Lou jump on the trampoline, which is still fun. But, but you might feel like you're missing out too.
1: Oh my God. Those things cross my mind all the time. But I think that there's ways we can make that work. Um, like let's be home for nap time and then try to go out together. Right. Cause the baby's only on three naps a day for like the first, I forget mm. like five months or six months maybe. Yeah. And then they go down to two and then around those two naps, everything's pretty, it's pretty easy to work around a good day. But what's your next question?
0: Okay, are you disappointed in your excitement level? And again, we've touched on this off the top, Mm -hmm. but I want to know, are you disappointed or is it just different than what you expected and you're not disappointed? Or Um, is your excitement level higher than I'm even giving you credit for?
1: Yeah, no, It initially uh, when I first saw The Faint Lines, um, I was disappointed in it, but I think it's just because I thought like, is this... I know that means pregnant, but I don't want to get excited yet because it could be chemical. It could be what, like, it's so early still. So many miscarriages happen in the first two weeks before women even know they're pregnant. So I don't want to allow myself to get too excited about it. And then I was disappointed in myself for having that mindset. Because it, it, I feel like I stole some excitement from myself. Mm-hmm. And then I think even the way I presented it to you was like, Shane, like do you, do you see this line here? Like I can't tell. Like What do you think? And then I feel like I like ended up stealing excitement from both of us. And that made me kind of sad. Uh, but telling people and talking about it, like family and stuff, m- did make me so excited. Mm-hmm. Like talking about it with my parents makes me so excited. Uh, like when my brother found out, you know, hearing from him and his girlfriend made me really happy and talking to Roseanne about it. Like, that all brought my excitement level back up. But initially, I, I feel like I stole, you know, some genuine emotion.
0: Are you mad at me for not being super excited?
1: No. I don't know. I'm not mad at you. I, I, you seem am a little like,
0: grumpy, uh, <laughs> I,
1: I think I was... It was the confirmation that, yeah, like, maybe I shouldn't have shown you the faint lines and asked for your opinion
0: so you're mad at yourself taking it out on me
1: yeah but i also wish that there was like a you know more of an excited vibe i guess in general but here's the thing like it's every day that goes by like i said earlier is getting more exciting for me so i do i do have more way more of that feeling than i initially did
0: so, sorry, I just got I got lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's say you could only say yes or no. Are you <laughs> Are you disappointed in your excitement level for our second show? Like,
1: so slightly, but it's not even. So
0: that's your answer to you can only say yes or no. Oh, is I like can't, pause, it's, pause, it's not so slightly.
1: Great. I mean, sorry, it is great. It's not black but and white. But let's say
0: you had to only give one answer.
1: No, then no.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, so that this is the the podcast. This is the pregnancy episode we're going to call pregnancy it. Pregnancy
1: episode. Thank you for listening to this family tree
2: podcast. Boom. Boom.
0: I don't know. I said boom. <laughs>